0: Tune in to Good Vibes with Good Vibes Productions. Let the journey begin. Slow down, breathe, and connect with your inner state of calm.
1: When we make the conscious choice to make good decisions that support our whole being in mind, body, and spirit, we become more energized, healthy, and balanced. Many of us, we're too busy to make time for complete well being. However, it doesn't take much to get started. Just a few small mindful steps in the right direction will be the beginning of a lifelong journey into living a life of wellness, purpose, happiness, and whole being. It could be as simple as reaching for a glass of water instead of the can of Coca-Cola. It could be that you set more boundaries in order to nurture your well-being. Or maybe it's as simple as a 20 minute walk outside, a 10 minute meditation, or just giving yourself permission to take some time out. Wellness should not be something we resort to because we're so exhausted from the constant internal pressure that we put on ourselves or because we have had a recent health scare. Wellness and whole living, it means taking complete accountability for our actions, failures and disappointments, and learning how to do things better. It is letting go, it is choosing new, it is disappointing some people, it is making sacrifices for others, it is about choosing the things that matter to us, and doing what's hard and living in a way that other people won't. It is allowing ourselves to be normal, regular, even unexceptional. It means sacrificing things to obtain the things that are important to us. It means letting go of people-pleasing and having the courage to step up and be assertive, which also requires making peace with the fact that not everyone will like your decision, or even you. Wellness has very little to do with fixing yourself and a whole lot to do with parenting yourself and making active choices for your long-term well-being. It is no longer using your hectic, stressful, busy and unreasonable life as a justification for self-sabotage in the form of alcohol, sugar and procrastination. It means being the hero of your life, not the victim. It means no longer choosing a life that looks good over a life that feels good. It is the willingness to let go of some goals to achieve others. It is being honest, even if that means you aren't universally liked. It is meeting your own needs, so you're not anxious, overburdened, exhausted, and dependent on others. It is about prioritizing your own self-worth and healing journey, proactively seeking out ways to put all the broken pieces of yourself back together in the most peaceful and positive way. The truth is, you've come into this world with a life purpose and you have important choices to make. So how do you know when you're taking care of yourself and doing what you are here to do? The answer, it's very simple. You just simply feel good. Today's guest is Carla Perez. Carla is the founder and integrative health coach at sweatygirl.com. In 2018, Carla was diagnosed with breast cancer and even though she already lived what she would call a healthy life, the diagnosis invited her to go deeper into her own wellness journey. And during this journey, Carla began to thrive. And sweatygirl.com is Carla's platform and sacred offering where she shares the Sweaty Girl method that transformed her life. The Sweaty Girl method is a four pillar approach to complete well being and wholeness, which incorporates the mind, body, and spirit. I really enjoyed meeting up with Carla as we talked about her four pillars which are nutrition, yoga and breath, movement and well-being. We also talked about resilience, self-care and the importance of removing negativity. We also went into her upcoming retreat. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope that you do also. Thank you for tuning in. How will you strengthen your body? you will eat
0: nutritious foods whole foods good food to make your body absorb nutrients and build strength so you become resilient to disease you become resilient to germs etc right so that's one part the spirit you have to be able to let go of negativity release resentment release anything that doesn't serve you and accept love accept forgiveness feeding yourself positive thoughts, positive affirmations, and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying to yourself that you can do those things and you will. And so the more that you feed your body, mind and spirit, these positive things, that's how you can become resilient.
1: I'm Claire, and this is the OM Collective podcast. And welcome to Soulful Conversations, where we bring together heart-centered individuals, thought leaders, creatives, change makers, healers and seekers, to delve into soulful conversations that steep the soul. Because after all, asking questions, listening and opening our mind up to the world around us it has the power to refresh our priorities, renew our perspective, and shift our focus to the things that matter most. So it's so nice to meet you. So thank you for joining me. Well, let's get stuck into it. So, Carla, welcome to the Om Collective podcast. First of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Sure. Thank you for having me and So grateful and excited to be here. So my name is Carla Perez. I was born in El Salvador, raised in Connecticut in the United States. I was always a pretty energetic girl. You know, growing up, I've always had a ton of energy. I've always been kind of athletic my entire life. You know, as I got older, I started to eat clean. So I thought I was eating clean and living a healthy life, exercising and eating right. And then, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018, and that changed my life, if you will. I had a double mastectomy with uh, immediate reconstruction, and I had to have chemotherapy and radiation uh, after the operation. This led me to want to love myself and take care of myself in a deeper way. So I started researching from the minute of my diagnosis how to eat better, how to live better, how to make things better. And so I became an integrative nutrition health coach, just recently now a breath coach, which I'm really excited about.
1: The clean eating and that, was that on your radar before you got the cancer or was that something that you learned a bit more about when you got the cancer diagnosis? Yes.
0: No, I I actually thought I was eating healthy. You know, I I did eat a lot of organic foods. I did, you know, look deep into my diet after my mm-hmm. diagnosis. And there was definitely some things that I needed to cut out. I definitely had too much sugar in my mm-hmm. in my diet. I loved my sweets. You know, as much as I ate right, I still had a lot of sugar. I drank a lot. You know, I had throughout my life, alcohol was just like a big mm-hmm. part of my life that had to change. Um, and, you know, I, I had to make some lifestyle changes. Yeah. I cleaned it up. Yeah,
1: And did you just sort of look at a lot of things like stress and just your whole lifestyle, I guess, would have taken an overhaul from that journey? Yes,
0: absolutely. I, I, you know, I, I wondered and I said, well, you know, my eating and my exercising, what I thought was healthy, I still managed to get cancer. What else am I not doing? Mm -hmm. that I need to be doing in order not to have that come back Mm -hmm. what is it that I need in my life and definitely stress management Mm -hmm. you know my well-being my, my, my job that I told you about I was very high stress and just always I've always been such a friendly type of person that I'm always willing to do more for others and I could never say no. And mm. and so sometimes I would just run myself ragged, you know, and it was mm. time for me, I would just collapse. It was just I was just exhausted and depleted and didn't live that way. I needed to slow down.
1: I read somewhere that you did mention that having cancer was a wake up call for you personally. Can you tell us a little bit about why that might have been?
0: Yeah, you know, I thought I was a healthy person. And, you know, I think health is more than just eating and more than just exercising. So I really did need to do a deep dive into internally what work I needed to do within myself in order to get better. And truthfully, I was carrying a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of resentment. Those are some of the things that I learned that I needed to release. I needed to let go. I needed to forgive. I needed to accept. I needed to accept people for who they were. I needed to accept myself for who I was. And, and just really just setting myself free, you know, because I feel like as strong of a person as I feel like I was and I still am, I, I think those things just got buried deep inside of me. And I think that really affected, but definitely was a component. You know, I just shoved all those feelings down there. And it had to erupt somehow, somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it did, you know, unfortunately, yeah.
1: And because of your journey and you've learned to thrive through this, you have four pillars, I believe. Nutrition, yoga and breath, movement and well-being. Is that correct? Have I covered all of those? Yes, you've got them correct. Let's start on nutrition. So from your journey, why do you feel nutrition is important?
0: Well, nutrition was definitely a crucial part of my recovery. I felt that there was a disconnect, you know, after my surgery, going through my process, uh, going through the doctor's visit before surgery and all that. Not once did any of my doctors ask me what kind of diet I was eating, what, you no. know, what I was doing. It was just, okay, let's attack the tumor and let's get rid of it. And um, an interesting little quick story, when I was in the hospital recovering from my surgery, they brought me, the nurse brought me this little juice box, you know, Mm -hmm. tiny like this. And I had been sweating all night. I think I, I was fighting an infection and I was just extremely thirsty and I was out of water and she brings me this apple juice. And so it was so cold, I drank it and it was refreshing and good but you know they constantly test your vitals and they're checking everything inside of you to make sure that you're okay and this was in the middle of the night probably at like two three in the morning and at seven a.m i get you know the nurses come back in and the doctors and they're like you're having renal failure you had renal failure at night i'm like what my kidneys start functioning but that can't be you know i had not eaten anything because you know You don't eat until after a certain amount of time, they're just giving you fluids, you know? So the sugar, you know, I I asked to see one of the juice boxes that would bring me a juice box. And this little box like this had 37 grams of sugar. And I thought to myself, why would they give a cancer patient something that's so laden with sugar? And so I said, well, you know, there's a disconnect here, you know, like from the medical doctor, you know, the hospital and all of that, not, not pinpointing, but, and then the actual person. So I decided to take it upon myself to say, okay, what is going to be best for me and my body to recover? And so I dove in, you know, there was so much information on the Internet and, you know, it was really kind of hard to pinpoint. But what I felt for me, what resonated with me at the time was to eat a a fully plant based diet. I went completely vegan. I didn't Mm -hmm. eat any animal protein. I was very, very very strict that's one of my characteristics when I get something in my head and just like there I'm a little bit of hard head that way but I, in this case it worked for me you know because I, I didn't touch anything that was processed I didn't touch anything that had added sugar I was scared you know I was very scared I just wanted to get through it and I, I figured my nutrition is going to be my shield this is going to protect me so I just loaded my body with tons of greens tons of vegetables lots. Lap- lots and lots of you know just whole food whole fruit not so much fruit but whole vegetables i ate a lot a lot of vegetables cooked raw thankfully i feel like i bounced back pretty quick i wasn't pretty good physical state before this but i feel like the tweaks that i did with the nutrition really helped my body get strong and and um you know go, get through chemo and radiation i feel like everything that i did i did supplement a lot too and so i thought nutrition was that is definitely a component you know in everybody's life you have to eat right you have to eat the right things because food can be your healing power or it can it can make you ill you know if you eat the wrong foods actually i'm working with a registered dietitian now and we're going to put together a program she's mm-hmm. also a breast cancer survivor so i'm very happy to be working with her yeah, and we're going to put together a nutrition program that will be offered through my website, but it's going to be backed up with a uh, registered dietitian specifically mm. for cancer patients or people that are recovering from cancer. I, I thought plants was good enough for me, just for yeah. me, but as I'm learning from her, you, your body really needs a balanced mm-hmm. meal, mm-hmm. so you do need some animal protein because you mm-hmm. get uh, amino acids and. Just from the animal kingdom, that your body does need to to rebuild muscle Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm very happy to be working with her now
1: think our bodies tell us what we need we just have that knowing don't we it's really interesting and and I find I don't know on your journey did you find when you started eating these whole foods you felt better but it's like your body's singing almost it's like singing it's so it's hard to explain (laughs) you know and and thanking you you for giving it some goodness right (laughs) it is and even spiritually you become more connected you just your whole life changes on every level. It's, it's really interesting, the nutrition thing. What does yoga and breath mean to you?
0: Yoga means to me that it's my time for my meditation. It's my time to go within and align myself with breath while doing the asanas. Yoga is, has become so important in my life. It's a time where I can unplug from the outside world and plug into myself. It's, it's quite interesting, yoga, because I, you know, people would talk about this before I practiced it. And I'm like, what is he talking about? What is mm-hmm. that? You know? And that's the best way I can explain it to you. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to practice it to really know what the mystery of it is. It's, mm-hmm. really, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yoga has taught me to slow down the breath. Mm -hmm. right because you you do uh pranayama breath ocean sound breath and that helps me connect even more to myself on the mat and then off the mat it Mm -hmm. just brings such calmness into my body into my system into myself and it it helps me the more i practice it just helps me to bring that calmness outside of my mat into the world you know Mm -hmm. so it helps me connect Bring balance into my life.
1: And it helps you, your emotional state of being, helps you set boundaries. It helps all that internal frenzy that can go on in our busy world. Yes.
0: Yes. Because the breath does help you. It helps you connect with your parasympathetic nervous system, Mm -hmm. which is part of the central nervous system that tells your body it's time to rest and digest. So you're Mm -hmm. like in this calm state, you know, it helps, if you're anxious, it helps you calm down because you don't want your body to be in fight or flight mode all the time, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that causes stress, that causes, and then here comes all the things that come with all that. So it definitely has brought balance and calmness into my life for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And how mm-hmm. often do you practice yoga now? Do you, would you practice that once a day, twice a day, a couple times a week? Um, once a day, and then I practice
0: maybe five times a week
1: i hope you're enjoying today's episode we are just going to take a short break and hear from today's podcast sponsor
2: setting aside time for a little self-care is a sacred offering to ourselves and the world we live in when we feel our best we become our best today's podcast is proudly brought to you by botanical trader A small business that specializes in making natural, ethical, sustainable, cruelty-free, and plant-based self-care products for the mind, body, spirit, and home. Handmade in small batches from the heart of the snowy mountains Australia where the self-care packages and products are mindfully curated, designed to take you on a healing escape and sensory journey that will bring support, comfort, balance and a little something special to your day. Botanical Trader creates premium botanical remedies that will awaken the senses while inviting the mind and body to ground, heal and renew. Save 15% off your next order by going to botanicaltrader.com and entering the code ONCOLLECTIVE15. After a day in self-care, You will feel your breath expand, your heart lift, the mind calm and the link to your true nature cleansed.
1: You talk a lot about movement as well. So when you talk about movement as far as exercise, physical exercise, there are a lot of people that don't like to run and that. In right. your mythology, do you think it needs to be hard movement or is a gentle walk okay? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it, there is no right or wrong movement. You have to go with each individual and what they want to do or can do, you know. as I'm, I'm going to be focusing just on cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Um there are spaces of, you know, the cancer journey. So if, if you're someone that's been working out before, you've just been not diagnosed and you're going to get an operation or, you know, maybe you're not going to get
1: operated,
0: You're just going to go through treatment and you can continue to work out. Your body will let you know when it's time to slow down. You know, mm-hmm. so then you that's when I suggest if you can still move, use your arms, I, that's when I suggest yoga, gentle yoga because you're still moving your body. And if perhaps you're not ready for that, walking is great. Walking is the best thing. You don't have to pay anything. You walk outside, connect with nature, get some sun. You know, if it's, if it's cold, you still connect with nature, you know. So it just depends where the, the person is at. You know, I, I was very active. I'm still very active. And for me, not being able to work out for the time for my operation I was like going nuts, you know, so I'd go for walks and stuff. But then once I was cleared, you know you, you still have to ease into it, so uh, I did cycling because i I could use my legs a lot, but not so much my arms, and then little by little, I just gauged where I could, and I started with yoga again, and once I felt like I could put you know stress on my hands and my shoulders, my chest, then i you know i I went into it and and I stuck with yoga. I still love doing some um weightlifting and so like it just depends on the person if they're mm-hmm. ready for a little more if they want to try to work out with weights or just body weights then then you know we we explore everything mm-hmm. even dancing you know even dancing people are like well i don't wanna or you know get up get get your room when you're cleaning your house put a little music and that that's movement too you know clean mm-hmm. your yard that's movement too it doesn't have to be a specific workout routine mm-hmm. if, if you will you know as mm-hmm. long as you keep your body moving The more you move, the better your body feels and, and, you know, you prevent injury, you prevent aging, you know, the the longer you sit still, the worse it is. You know, as you get older, uh, you get up and like uh, everything's like snap, crackle, pop, you know, you keep moving, that becomes less.
1: Your last pillar in your program is well being. That's a big pillar in the sweaty girl method. What does well being mean to you? Well, I think well being to me
0: means being your authentic self. It means to speak your truth no matter what. It means being able to say no to someone. It means you may have to disagree. You know, it means taking time out for yourself to do things that you love and enjoy that bring you happiness. You know, it it means to keep doing whatever will keep your mind, body, and spirit at ease. That's what well-being means to me.
1: Mm. And you do talk a little bit about self-care, and, and I think that's a very important element of your sweaty girl method Can you tell us a little bit maybe what self-care looks like?
0: So, you know, self-care is something that should be an ongoing practice, you know, for your overall health and well-being. It's crucial for you to slow down. I mean, I, I couldn't have seen it better myself. You know, it's crucial for you to stop and breathe and slow down your pace. Life can be very chaotic. Life can't be all mellow all the time right but it's it's being able to find the time to center yourself and bring the calmness into your system into your central nervous system like i said your parasympathetic nervous system is when you rest and digest if you're anxious that's your sympathetic nervous system that's you getting ready to fight flight you know let's go but when we're living under stress you're constantly on this side you know when you can't really be on you can't live on each extreme. You kind of have to follow and find the balance between the two. You have to be a little selfish, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. You have to take time for yourself. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's just how it's got to be. Mm-hmm. No matter what your your busy schedule is, you have to make time. Mm-hmm. Whether that means taking 5 minutes from your day just looking outside or taking a bath or or whatever it is that that you need. It's got to be practiced daily on the daily show yourself
1: extra love daily Mm. love yourself all the time but Mm. always show yourself extra (laughs) love here and there Mm -hmm. isn't it important (laughs) it's so important and i i think if we don't do it life will make us do it whether it's through a disease or we get sick or something will show up to make us stop and take care of ourselves absolutely 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 I know you're a little bit about self-care rituals. So can you share maybe three of your favorite self-care rituals? Yes.
0: Well, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I'll I have to throw, I don't hate to say it. I, I take that back. I, <laughs> I have to throw it in. But yoga, my hot yoga practice is mm-hmm. my ritual, my self-care yeah. ritual. Without it, it's like I'm off, you know. I do, I need to have it. I just need to connect. That's part of, you know, part of my day. That's my one of my self-care practices. I also love making homemade chai.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I, I buy the spices from this company, from the uh, spice capital of India. Uh-huh. Kerala is the company. They're out of Atlanta. Um, they're called the Chai Box. Oh, my God. The best spices, the best chai I've ever had. And I've looked for a long time for chai, you know? Just so good it's mm. so good so i love grinding it you know i, I put in you know, the cardamom all the spices in there like smelling it as i'm boiling it that's that's such a self-care ritual for me you know it's like the whole making the brewing and then pouring it and then just sipping it and smelling it mm-hmm. that is just
1: fabulous for me it, <laughs> it's like a meditation and isn't it?
0: The it it really making
1: is the tea Yes, yes, yes And, um, you know,
0: I, I also like my alone time I mm. do like to be alone I like to disconnect and read a book Or read some of my newsletters I love, you know, I love to read I'm Like I'm you know, I love to read everything And anything about health and wellness and nutrition and all that So, like, I have stacks of books So mm-hmm. grab one and,
1: Yeah <laughs> I'm the same I, I've got, oh my goodness My book collection is out of control <laughs> it is i think that's Aww. one of my favorite rituals too is is reading and and the chai as well actually funny the chai um i saw your comment you left a comment on one of my things and that's how i got to know you and when i read your comment i was i just felt this vibe about you and i was like <laughs> it felt really good and i was like i have to look. Check out this this sweaty girl. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Yes, me too. Thank you so much. Something that you talk a little bit about, I've noticed, is resilience. And I find this really interesting. Can you just share what resilience looks like to you? Yes, yes.
0: So, you know, resilience to me means strong being strong, but not necessarily or specifically uh, strong, you know? That comes with time. Resilience is your ability for, for the, you know, to strengthen your mind, spirit, and your body all in one. So how will you strengthen your body? You will eat nutritious foods, whole foods, good food, to make your body absorb nutrients and build strength. So you become resilient to disease, you become resilient to germs, etc. cetera, right? So that's one part. It all comes from, that's where all my four pillars come. You know, you have to be resilient in, in these four pillars. So for the spirit, you have to be able to let go of negativity, release, um, resentment release anything that doesn't serve you and accept love accept forgiveness accept good energy that will build your spirit so that you are resilient to doubtful thoughts doubtful fears you know when you think you want to do something and you dream you can do it you have to just tell yourself you can do it and believe in yourself So the more you feed positive thoughts into yourself with that, so that's the mind, you, you make your mind resilient by feeding yourself positive thoughts, positive affirmation, and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying to yourself that you can do those things and you will. And so the more that you feed your body, mind, and spirit, these positive things, you can definitely become resilient to disease, you become resilient to negative energy, you become resilient to, you know, any negativity. So that's how you can become resilient, just positivity all around.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what makes you resilient. So what does a well-lived life mean to you?
0: Yes, okay. So a well-lived life means a life full of experience, experiences, you know, a life full of travel and connection with people, good relationships with people, a life full of love and loss and love again, a life where hurt can be turned into love, a life where forgiveness exists and love can prevail, you know, because ultimately life isn't perfect and you know we're just walking this road as best as we can and i think a a well-lived life is a life where you can impact someone and just have them feel your love and if you in any way shape or form have hurt someone then to correct that and and make it right for all parties intended Mm. i think that's what a well-lived life is you know learning from your mistakes and not repeating them making making the next time better
1: what do you believe is the purpose of our life yeah well the
0: purpose of our life that's something that i questioned for many many years but i i believe now i know it's really to help other people our purpose is to be here to support others you know no matter what we go through there's always someone that can benefit from your story, from your teaching, from your love. I, I feel that that's that's what our purpose is mm. to be here for one another. And if you could just if you can impact just one life, then, you know, you've lived, you've mm. lived. But it's about trying to help as many people as you can and in a way that that's good with you. And you don't over overdo it for yourself, you know, just helping others.
1: What do you think the definition of the soul is?
0: Yes, I thought that was an interesting question. You know, <laughs> I, I like the question. So I I feel that your soul is really your true essence. You know, it's the energy that defines you. It's It's pure consciousness. You know, it's that feeling inside that we feel when something is right or when something's not right. It's that thought, that voice that makes you say yes or or no that holds you back, you know. But it's, it's the light that lives inside of you that connects you with the people around you. You know, they see your body, but it's the light inside that connects with others. That's what I think your soul is.
1: Thank you so much, Carla. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure talking to you and meeting you. We've got a retreat coming up in October, and yes. that looks amazing. Thank so you. Is this, yes. Have you just got the one retreat that you're offering this year so far? Well, so I am collaborating
0: with uh, two people, mm-hmm. um, Adora Winquist and Patsy Balaki, who's actually my sister, And this is our first retreat together that we're putting together. So, yes, me with them, I am collaborating on this one. But they are also doing another one, which I was a a participant on last year. We went to France and we followed Mary Magdalene's steps in the south of France. Such a beautiful experience. So they're going to repeat that. And okay. I may go as a participant again, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure yet. But but uh, collaborating, yes. This is the first one. It's my first retreat ever, actually. Wow. That I'm, I'm going to be a co-host, so I'm really yeah. excited about it.
1: <laughs> and and what is it about?
0: So you know, we're calling it um, Divine uh, Feminine Immersion Retreat. So we are inviting women to come. So let me let me back up and and just explain my sister patsy balaki is a feng shui expert Mm -hmm. and adora winquist she is a modern alchemist and author she has a company where she makes essential oil blends and every different type of roll-ons and sprays and everything that helps you align and 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 center and it goes down to your cellular level that's her, her products are really quite uh, amazing and she wrote a book about how she does her alchemy mm-hmm. you know and healing from plants and energy um it's a beautiful book so we're coming together and offering all of our strength, right so I will be leading the mornings with yoga and then I will have workshops on breath, the importance of breath and nutrition overall for re- living a resilient life and, you know, more about my pillars and, and uh, movements. And Adora is going to bring in like a meditation aspect. She is also a um, well-known med- person who meditates. She's got programs all over um, plat- all different platforms, you know. So she's going to offer that and people are going to be able to make their own formula with essential oils to heal whatever elements they want to heal so that's going to be fun and uh patsy balaki is going to offer uh feng shui tips on how to how to connect feng shui and help living a healthy life there's so many different aspects that i didn't even know existed mm-hmm. so you know you're going to learn about shui and how to clear your space and bring positive energy so we have a really really well rounded and unique program for everybody we're going to have fire ceremony uh, we're going to you know put our stuff in there that we want to burn and release and we're going to be in the middle of these beautiful blue Ridge mountains eating vegetarian food it's just going to be amazing wow and it's three three nights is it yes October 27th through the 30th Thursday night and
1: then to Sunday yep and there's Mm -hmm. a link on your website sweatygirl.com isn't there sweatygirl.com slash retreat Actually, I was looking at it. I've got family in Canada and I thought, well, if I can make a trip to Canada, I might book a a little sneaky retreat in the States. I was reading it and I was, I've listened to Adora. I've read a lot of her stuff. And I've got actually Patsy going to be coming on the podcast anyway. Yeah, it just looks beautiful what you guys have put together. It's just got a beautiful energy about it. Thank you. Oh, we'd love to see you there. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you never so know. So cross yeah. fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so besides your retreat, so you've got this retreat, but people can also work with you, can't they? You do a coaching and online. is Can can that be remote? Do you do that online and everything as well?
0: Yes. Yes. You do. Yes. Um, most of it is, is remote, actually. Um, I yeah I have people from out of state I mean it can be anywhere in, in yep. the world you know mm-hmm. you have a connection yeah so the coaching has been wonderful
1: you've just got this beautiful oh, energy you. I go onto your website and your Instagram and you just radiate this warmth so it's been a real oh, pleasure to you. meet you and talk with you it really has same here same here Claire thank you so so
0: much for inviting me to your podcast and i love your website i love everything that you offer i was listening to some of those sound meditations oh and yes whales and <laughs> it's just so beautiful oh. i i'm so happy that we connected
1: yeah now i
0: have something else for my well-being
1: yeah your oh. website oh thank, thank you, you. Thanks for tuning in today and I hope that you have enjoyed today's soulful conversation and that it may have served you in some small way. You can connect with me over at theomcollective.org and if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to review and rate. I will be back on Sunday with a meditation or sleep story and then again on Friday with another Soulful Conversation. So until next week, stay well, stay safe, and may you live your life with ease. Namaste.
2: Tune into the OM Collective podcast every Friday for Soulful Conversations. Your host Claire will have soul-fueling, soul-steeping, soul-inspiring conversations that will nourish, inspire, Educate and empower.